Hello and welcome to Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office, main office in Gainesville, Florida, and also covering the entire state of Florida with an office in South Florida covering the entire Tri-County area, Miami-Dade County through Broward County, all the way up through Palm Beach County. And of course, we are in our 43rd year in Marion County, Florida in Ocala. A lot of exciting things happening, Jeffrey Meldon in Ocala. Yeah, the uh, they're putting up our big sign uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're doing starting the landscaping the next day on Thursday. And uh, I just got word from my uh, uh, designer and partner in chief, my wife Patricia Meldon, who said that uh, <laughs> the office looks fabulous. So we're really excited that uh, we're we're looking for an opening uh, by March fifteenth. It's really an amazing thing. As we said, we've had a presence, you've had a presence in Marion County a long time, but the location is, is really something, right? On the main drag, as they say, right across from the hospital and a huge electronic board, can't miss it. Yes. So anyhow, we'll keep our Marion County friends uh, up to date on what's going on. And uh, Chris, we have had a big week in Gator sports. I know uh, you got to go to a baseball game or two, and uh, things are really cracking with the Gators. I I just can't keep talking about how great an experience it is to go to that new Florida ballpark. I mean, I am now a big baseball fan. Not that I wasn't before, but uh, we've got such a great product on the field. The team is just great. Uh, forget about those two games with Miami. Trust me, this team is going to be in the College World Series, and they will do very, very well. But the experience of going to that ballpark, it it just blows me away. And uh, today we have uh, a game uh, that starts uh, this evening against Florida A&M and another one on Saturday and Sunday. And I think we have some tickets available for our listeners. We do. As we've been talking about week after week, both on the podcast and on our radio show, we have tickets because we are, of course, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Did I get it right that time? You got it uh, right on. We've been practicing this, so it's been a running gag, but uh, I finally got it. But we do have tickets for every game that we give away, and we've made it simple. There's one way that you can qualify to register to get free tickets and gift certificates for food for the game, and that is to go to our website. Go to meldenlaw.com, right? That's correct. And you go to the homepage at the top, you'll see a red bar, and it'll say, uh, you know, enter the contest here, and you can enter uh, one contest or more because we're also giving uh, tickets away for volleyball. Uh, right now, you can enter... Uh, uh, for the volleyball um, match that's going on Saturday. Mm-hmm. There's also a volleyball match going on uh, this evening at 6 o'clock, uh, but those tickets have already been uh, given away to a winner. But uh, tomorrow's match, there will be ticket two tickets available plus a $50 gift certificate uh, to Miapa. Miapa, that's and, right. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> For baseball, we're giving away Miapa gift certificates as well. Absolutely. So couldn't be easier. Just go to the website, meldenlaw.com, top of the page, front page. It'll tell you exactly what you need to do. But let's get to our... Wait, wait, wait. 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 One more thing you forgot. So after you listen (laughs) to this website, if you're listening to it live Friday at 1 o'clock, the Florida softball team, which is incredible, those women are doing... Uh, a kick-ass job. They're playing a How huge. How blunt can you get? <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're right. playing FSU here uh, in Gainesville. The next day, they're going up to uh, Tallahassee for the second game of the series. So uh, we got women's softball, uh, three thirty uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Gainesville, followed by uh, both volleyball and. Uh, baseball. baseball. So we got a huge big, week, huge, yeah. huge week for Gator and, uh, sports. And so anyhow, it's simple. Go to meldenlaw.com homepage, top of the page, red bar. It's there. We'll make it easy for you. And we're uh, so excited. I've met a lot of our winners. I went to gymnastics last Friday night and uh, wow, you know, against Auburn. Yeah. And, and uh, they did great. Yeah. And uh, Thomas, uh, what's that? Uh, Tiff, it, not Tiffany Thomas, but some T. Thomas. But anyhow, she got <laughs> two tens and was incredible. Okay. And uh, then uh, Sunday, I got to go to the baseball game 
and watch a uh, a walk-off single in the bottom of the ninth, and the Gators uh, won the game. They won all three games of that series. Yeah, I, I can't remember the nine. score. 10 I think to nine. the Sunday game was 10 to 9. But anyhow, um, we're, we're having a blast being <laughs> the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. So uh, today we have a terrific guest, Chris. Um, why don't you do an introduction? Well, I think she, her, her experience and qualifications speak for themselves. Heather Parker, we're so happy to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. She is the executive director of Tyler's Hope, which is an organization that's working toward finding a cure for dystonia. Correct. So why don't you just take over, tell our viewers and our listeners, we have quite a few people on listening platforms as well, a bit about dystonia. Uh, the disease and what it's all about, and then talk about Tyler's Hope. Sure. So dystonia is a neurological movement disorder, and it is characterized by involuntary muscle contractions that become very can become very painful. Um, the person a lot of times gets very twisted, um, and it can affect all different parts of your body. So it can affect multiple parts, or it can affect one. So people can have dystonia... Um, where it just affects their eyes, or they can have dystonia, which just affects an arm or a leg. So um, there's a lot of different types. But Tyler's Hope was specifically developed to advance the research and find effective treatments and promote uh, DYT1 dystonia, okay. which is a specific kind of dystonia. And, and isn't it true that um, the organization got started because one of our community members in uh, the Alachua County area had a child who was afflicted with dystonia? So that's correct. So in 2005, uh, Rick and Michelle Staub, their son, their oldest son, was diagnosed with DYT1 dystonia. Um, and that they kind of took the ball and just ran with it. So where parents, a lot of times of, of children with chronic diseases and, and illnesses, they, I mean, it's survival when you're, when you're out there, but for them, they just, they took it and they just decided that they were going to fight this thing till the end. So they, they made it their mission to establish this foundation and develop a cure and bring awareness to the, to the disorder. And let me take a guess. Their son's name was Tyler. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so their oldest son is named Tyler. And then, so he was diagnosed in 2005. And then actually a couple of years later, their middle child, that. Samantha, was diagnosed as well. And I think their third child even has some indications. Potential. No, so he's he's doing well. Okay, he doesn't great. have any symptoms. Yeah, so he's he's good. So they have the, the three kids. Their two oldest ones are the ones that are now, diagnosed. From what I read, though, they actually had to run around trying to diagnose this uh, disease and that they went from one doctor to another sure. and they weren't getting any help mm -hmm. and they they knew that their son was, had uh, certain symptoms but nobody was able to figure out what was going on. So a lot of times uh, dystonia is misdiagnosed as something else so it can be misdiagnosed as tremors I, or, or I, I saw that that I was reading the information on your website which is incredible it explains the whole disease it explains the foundation that's been created but like you mentioned, I, I read that next to Parkinson's disease and tremors, it's the third most common movement disorder. And when I think of Parkinson's, I generally think of people, you know, in my age bracket, you know, 60 or older, but this hits kids, you know, when they're very young. A lot of times this is this is affecting children. And so I think that that was that was the big issue back then. It was there was it was it was this kid who had these symptoms and and nobody could figure it out. And so um, a doctor actually here in Gainesville was the one who diagnosed him and has been a huge supporter and, mm -hmm. and a part of our scientific advisory committee since and, the beginning. And, and what's his name? Uh, Dr. Oaken, Dr. Michael Oaken and okay. Kelly Foote have just, they're, they've been fantastic for the foundation. Now, as I understand it, Gainesville is like the world center for uh, the diagnosis and treatment of dystonia. So just like Rick and Michelle have decided to bring awareness for this disorder everywhere, they have wow. taken the ball and run with it as far as research <laughs> is concerned, too, because they've made Gainesville the capital of dystonia research basically in the world. I wanted to mention something, Heather. I know you're new to this, but every once in a while, say hi to our fans out here. <laughs> All right. But we're conversational. I'm, we, I'm trying. <laughs> you can kind of look and stuff. Like but so anyhow, um, 
So it's not just one or two doctors, though. It's really expanded, right? No, it's a huge team. So in addition to the members of the Pixel Institute here in Gainesville, um, which holds the Tyler's uh, Tyler's Hope Center for Excellence. We've also we have researchers all over the country and wow. all over the world now that that are that have been involved in Tyler's Hope. So this is not some one in ten million kind of disease. It's it's uh, the third most common uh, disease that affects muscular disorder. Yeah, there are over five hundred thousand people in the United States alone, North America alone, that that are affected by this disorder. Wow, but I don't understand why in two thousand six or seven or whenever mm -hmm. they were, the Staub family was dealing with it, there was so difficult to diagnose it if there's that many people afflicted with it. Well, a lot of times they're, they're misdiagnosed and that, that right. really is the, the center of the issue. But again, it's, it's affecting these children and, and they're so used to the movement disorders as affecting adults. So it's, we've kind of brought it to light. So it's, it's mostly the onset is, um, with children and adolescents? Um, for the specific, for DYT1, a lot of time it's, it's onset in, in children. And, and what about later on as far as adults? The, uh, they can, it, there can be late onset diagnosis. Okay. But unlike well. Parkinson's though, what I'm hearing is that it sounds like it's something that hits the younger people though. Correct. M more so than, than say Parkinson's. Well, I mean, or, that's or the thing about dystonia. Dystonia doesn't discriminate. Okay. It affects everybody. So it can okay. affect children all the way up to older adults. Is it is it a genetic disorder? Correct. Yes. That's what it sounds like yes. in the family. So I know you're not a doctor. You're the executive director, and that's huge by and of itself. And we'll talk more in the second half of our, of our show about how people can get involved and contribute. But maybe just a little overview of, of what the treatment is like. Is it medicinal? Is it physical therapy? What, what sort of treatments are um, available? Sure. So there's all different kinds of treatments. A lot of times um, people that are affected with dystonia get uh, Botox injections to okay. kind of help with the pain of the, the muscle contractions. And they also get DBS, which is deep brain stimulation. Okay. So it's a surgery where they have a battery basically kind of implanted and it, and it gives off electrical mm -hmm. impulses. And it, it, it alleviates the symptoms as well. Okay. Yeah, we act, there's actually, um, you know, treatment that um, uh, people for uh, pain disorders sometimes where they have electrical stimulation. Mm -hmm. So does it work similar to that where there's a... I, I believe so. And, and DBS is used for a lot of things. I mean, people, they use it, doctors use it for epilepsy, for anxiety, for all these different things. But as far as dystonia is concerned, it definitely alleviates the symptoms. So I wanted to ask you something. Uh, tell us, like, what is the specific mission of Tyler's Hope? So Tyler's Hope, our goal is three things. So we want to advance the research. We want to promote awareness. And we want to um, develop these effective treatments to kind of help these people who are suffering on a daily basis. Yeah, just by promoting awareness is a big deal because I can't imagine being a parent and having your child have these disorders and not having anybody diagnose it. I sure. Mean, that's, that must be extremely scary for the family. Oh, for sure. And in addition to that, the people who are diagnosed to feel so alone because there's so few people that have come out and it and it's it's just it's not in the the mainstream media the way we'd like it to be. So having that sense of community really really helps these people. What what is the website? Um, we are at www.tylershope.org. Okay, and we'll put that up on the screen so our, our viewers can see mm -hmm. that. One thing I noticed when I was taking a look at it before the show is that you've got a board of directors, you've got advisors, and really a big cross-section of people from the medical community. Also psychological counseling as well. I mean, for the parents, like Jeffrey was mentioning, the stress, the anxiety, the uncertainty must just be overwhelming. Well, and that's the great thing about the Fixell Institute and the Center for Excellence is, is they kind of bring all of those, those uh, different areas together so that right. these people aren't traveling from, from one hospital to another to another doctor they get to get all of those uh, disciplines all in one area or in one space. So what are the goals you have uh, this year as far as Tyler's Hope? So our goals this year, this year is 
we're we're coming back. We're trying. <laughs> it's been it's been a challenge. I'm sure with, for all nonprofits, the, has been oh a challenge. my goodness, right. yeah. So the pandemic has really yeah. hit us hard. So our goal is to come back and be able to have these in person events and okay. and bring these people together um, to promote awareness for the foundation and then to get the funding that we need. So our foundation is is very different from other foundations in the sense that. Over 98% of all of our funds that we bring in go to research. So basically everything we bring in goes to research. Let's talk more about that after the break. I'm getting a little nudge from our producer. <laughs> it's time to cut to a break. Again, you are watching Meldon Law and Friends weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law. Take a look at our website at meldonlaw.com or give us a call anytime toll free 1-800-373-8000. Our primary practice areas are personal injury cases, which include big truck crashes, motor vehicle car crashes, and uh, pedestrian crashes, trip and fall, premises liability, all sorts of things. We also do DUI defense and criminal defense. We'll be right back after this. I was riding as a passenger in my friend's vehicle. You know, a fellow ran a stop sign and we T-boned him. Had neck and shoulder and knee injuries and didn't know what to do. And I remember seeing one of Jeffrey's ads so I gave him a call. He explained everything to me. I'd go see him and everything was done. Everything was taken care of. Don't waste your time with anybody else. Go see Jeffrey. And I was in an accident. Someone ran a red light and hit me and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Belden because you're going to need help and they will help you. Hello and welcome back mm -hmm. to Melden Lion Friends. Today is Friday, March 5th, 2021. And actually, Jeffrey, this is our 19th episode. It's hard for me to believe we've actually done 18 already. Well, there's got to be something significant to the number 19. <laughs> I don't know, but we'll we'll figure it out. And uh, we're very, very glad to have our um, guest on, Heather Parker, who's talking about uh, Tyler's Hope and dystonia. And it's been a uh, an eye-opener for me. You know, I looked at the, the folks on your uh, executive board, mm -hmm. and a lot of them are friends of mine from the community, and I was glad to see that you have a very large, vibrant uh, oh, support yes. within the community. What I yeah. want to find out, I know there's some new events uh, coming up. Uh, what, can you tell us a little bit about the next event? Sure. So our next event coming up is going to be our Cajun Crawfish Boil, and it is going to be held on April 24th. I uh, even looked that up. That sounds great. You, have you been working in the details of this Cajun crawfish <laughs> oh, boil? Absolutely. So we're so excited to have an in-person event. So we have a couple of uh, live music acts that are going to be there. Um, Cliff Dorsey, um, TJ Brown, and Jamie Davis will all be performing at the event. Oh, they're great. Oh, yeah. And I mean, they're they're great by themselves. So we bring them all together and forget it. It's gonna we're gonna it's gonna be a party. But we're gonna also have some um, free food. So with your ticket included is uh, an unlimited crawfish boil that we're gonna be giving out, and then uh, drinks as well. That is a crawfish crawfish boil. Like do you put it out on like brown paper tablecloth mm -hmm. stuff yep. like that. Okay. Yeah. So we're trying to do the best we can to still socially distance and keep all that right. all going. But so, yeah, we're going to, that, that's so going to be the plan. It looks like this is an all day event on the 24th. I'm looking at the flyer. It says it's from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. Where can people get tickets? Or there may be people out there that would like to sponsor the event. So Absolutely. How, can, how can people get involved, either sponsor or buy tickets? Sure. So people can get tickets on our website at www.tylershope.org. Um, if you're on Facebook, there's a Facebook event. If you look up Tyler's Hope on any major social media, we have a link to buy tickets as well. Um, and yeah, as soon as you get on our webpage, it's the first thing that you're going to see. So, um, and then sponsors to sponsor, there's a link to sponsor as well. Terrific. Well, that's great. I know, uh, 
my wife's going to be excited because you have the cornhole tournament. And oh, it's a blast. It's <laughs> <laughs> we were practicing the other day at an event we went to, and she was really competitive. I mean, she was in there and, you know, except every time I got up to try to, uh, you know, throw the beanbag into the, you know, cornhole, you know, she would take the uh, cornhole thing and move it. <laughs> Patricia is one of the most competitive people I know. Let's just be honest. She just wants to beat you. That's what it is. Real quickly, I want to also let our viewers and listeners know that we've got coming up on the next segment in just a few minutes, we've got Buddy Martin. Buddy Martin, the legendary author, blogger, sports writer, multimedia superstar. He's been writing about the Florida Gators for decades. He's written books. He's written about Steve Spurrier and many others. We're going to have Buddy Martin on our show via Zoom in just a little bit. So please stay tuned for, for Buddy Martin. And also want to remind everybody that Meldon Law is a statewide law firm. We have our primary office in Gainesville where this man, Jeffrey Meldon, set it up back in 1971 but we have a full-time office in South Florida covering the entire South Florida area, Miami-Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach County. And we talked earlier about our Marion County office, but really, Jeffrey, we're doing cases statewide. Yeah, someone called me from uh, Daytona uh, yesterday. And yeah, of course, we're uh, doing uh, uh, Daytona cases. We're doing cases all over. I mean, I have for my whole career. I mean, I've done sure. Panhandle and all the way down on the west coast of Florida. And so uh, that's one thing. If you're licensed to practice law in the state of Florida, <laughs> that means you can handle a case anywhere in the state of Florida. Absolutely. And we're staffed 24-7. You can call us anytime at 1-800-373-8000. And even if it's not an injury case or a criminal defense case, this guy knows everybody. It's just the truth. We'll do our best to steer you in the right direction. So anyhow, we are here with Heather Parker, and I wanted to um, just talk about some more of this, the research. Uh, can you tell us how far the doctors are getting towards a, a cure or treatment for dystonia? Sure. So we are ridiculously close. I mean, it's really just, it's a matter of money. It's a matter of money to fund these projects. So... Basically, the great thing and the fun thing about the, all the research is they do one project and that kind of brings them over to the, the, mm -hmm. the end result of that brings them to something else, which brings them to something else, which brings them to something else. So we're, we're getting so close to a cure. It's just, it's just going to be a matter of the funding that we need to get there. So, so the goal is to actually have a cure. Right now, what they're doing is treating the symptoms uh, but getting a cure would be where there would actually be some treatment uh, modality where they would be able to exactly. stop so, the symptoms from happening. For sure. So there's multiple projects going on, and there's projects that are working on lessening symptoms, and there's projects that are working on finding a cure. So, And, and since you brought awareness of dystonia to the world, mm -hmm. um, tell us about uh, how much interest uh, is uh, brought into Gainesville and the medical community here because of our uh, leading role in uh, diagnosing and treating dystonia. Sure. Tyler's Hope has made Gainesville the epicenter of dystonia research wow. in the world. So okay. um, one, of the, one of the most exciting events that Tyler's Hope does that I really love is not necessarily a public event, but we hold the Tyler's Hope Think Tank, the summit, mm -hmm. uh, where we bring researchers from all over the world to Gainesville, and they talk about their current research, and they give each other uh, feedback on that research and ask questions, and, and a lot of times that leads to partnerships moving forward. Are there more than one? Are there other Tyler's Hope Foundations? No. So we are the only okay. Tyler's Hope um, in the world. Yep. Now, it seems to me is that dystonia would be as prevalent in other places around the world as it is in uh, the United States. Sure. I mean, a lot of it depends on um, diagnosis and, and, and accurate diagnosing and, and resources to medical professionals. So, so, there, so one of your missions then is to educate people around the world on the medical community. Absolutely. And, yeah, because if there's 500,000 cases in the United States, we're only 5% of the world's population, so there might be 10 million cases around the world. 
Exactly. And our goal is to really push to to help these people who are who are suffering just to give them a better I would imagine there are probably some people either listening on one of our audio platforms or maybe maybe watching us on video who might be thinking to themselves, you know, this would be my worst nightmare if this happened to my children. But if they did see these types of symptoms, what does Tyler's Hope suggest they do? Are there certain types of neurologists and treaters? Who do they need to see immediately? Um, they definitely need to see their their primary and get uh, referred to a neurologist okay. for sure. And and through that, through their neurologist, a lot of times they have connections, especially when you're dealing with dystonian movement disorders. They have connections with other physicians all over to 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 help them. So if they're not going to be the best person to treat them, they can refer them to the person that will. But a neurologist is typically would be the the first. Uh, specialist as far as a doctor. She yes. might go to your GP. Yeah, the GP absolutely. might refer someone to mm -hmm. the neurologist and the neurologist, if they're educated about it, might say, we need to check this out. Right. So what, what's the um, protocol for diagnosis? Um, a, a lot of times there's different tests that they run, um, but in the end, there's a genetic test that can be done okay. to help determine. Oh, so now we have the ability to run genetic tests. Correct. So that's, that's a big Correct. breakthrough, right? Mm -hmm. Huge. Oh, for sure. How is Tyler doing now? Uh, Tyler's doing great. Okay. Tyler's doing great. He's uh, he's working. He's a an amazing photographer um, and videographer. He, he does some fantastic work. He always donates a, a portrait or and, and helps do our video for the auctions that we do um, and for the events. And he helps to um, take pictures during the event to promote. So he would be, this was February 25, or February 2005, mm -hmm. when uh, he was diagnosed. So he would be about 23 now, yep. thereabouts. And uh, I guess the, the message is he's functioning, he's yeah. doing great. And he's, he's a typical 23-year-old. He just Oh, I know all about 23-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. I've got yeah. more than one, another story for another day. <laughs> 23-year-old triplets. I do. Two, do you really? I do. Two boys, two boys oh, and a girl. God bless. <laughs> How about Samantha? How's Samantha doing? Oh, Samantha's great. She is just thriving. She goes to the universe, uh, University of Alabama. She made no the kidding. dean's list. Yep. Oh, wow. She is just, she's hoping to get into the nursing program there. And she's, I mean, she's fantastic. Okay. She's That's... excelling in all areas, so. So we want to remind everybody that uh, we urge you to take a look at the website, www.tylershope. Did I say that right? Yes, Okay, correct. tylershope. You'll dot get, org. Dot org, and you will get information about upcoming events and fundraising. Obviously, you're always looking for fundraising, I'm sure, and uh, any specific information you would like to share with the public about that. Sure. Um, I hope that everybody joins us on April 24th at the Crawfish Boil. Uh, if you are interested in sponsoring, as I said, there was a link on the website. Um, if you're interested in volunteering, that's in a instead of giving financially, if you can and you want to donate your time to Tyler's Hope, we we would love to have you. Um, you can do uh, volunteer for this event or any other events, and we have volunteer. Um, spots for, on a daily basis for, for the, throughout the foundation. Well, and I'm looking at the, uh, the uh, invitation for the uh, crawfish boil, and that's something that I think uh, our <laughs> listeners would really enjoy. April 24th, from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m., all you can eat, plus three great bands and the cornhole tournament, which uh, I'm going to Try to win. Okay. Good luck at and, that. Oh, and we have adult beverages. I like that. See? Okay. <laughs> and where is it we again? We it up a little bit. Where, where is it again? Um, it's going to be in Fox Run, which is over on kind of the west side of the county. West side yeah, of Alachua yeah, yeah. County. Correct. one north area. Yeah. That's, yeah. Is, it, is it in Alachua? No, is it's in technically Gain in Gainesville. I still. see. Okay. So are we, we would urge our uh, viewers and listeners to go to tylershope.org and then... Um, check this out because this is a great way to help a really good cause and have a good time at, uh, at the same time. So uh, it's April 24th. Let's see. Uh, that's only about, uh, what, six weeks away. Uh, six, six weeks six, away. Six, Today's know. the 5th. Yeah. So, right. Maybe seven, right. whatever. Thereabouts. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, uh, listen, uh, not only is Tyler's hope important, but 
Gainesville is the number one community in the oh, whole yeah. world for the diagnosis and treatment of dystonia. And uh, I think it's a great opportunity for us uh, in the uh, Latchville County, Marion County community to get involved. I heard you say before we started, dystonia is not a country. Yes. That's your slogan, right? <laughs> okay. Thank you again, Heather. Uh, we so appreciate you're doing such wonderful, important work. We are going to be back with the legendary, the iconic Buddy Martin. Jeffrey knows him well. All of us know him well, especially those who followed Gator Sports. He'll have a lot to tell us about Gator Sports and what he's doing and his thoughts for the future. Again, you are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a service of Meldon Law. We will be right back. I thought I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative that he shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home, and we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. I've done mornings here on Sky Radio for 17 years. Jeffrey Meldon started doing his weekend show here 16 years ago. One of the things that separates Jeffrey is I don't see him out there hollering for people's business. I see him out there investing in the community. He's touched a lot of lives, and a lot of it he'll never know what a difference he made in somebody's life about information that he has shared on the air. Hello and welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends. Today is Friday, March 5th, 2021. My name is Chris Qualman. I am very proud to be a host of this show, but the real host is this man right here, Jeffrey Meldon, president, founder, managing attorney for Meldon Law. And uh, Jeffrey, uh, it's it's been quite a ride. I mean, this is episode 19 and We've had such an amazing variety of guests. It's it's really incredible. Yes, uh, Chris, it's really been fun. Uh, you know, uh, now that we're the only official law firm partner, the Florida Gators, we're getting all these tickets. We talked about our giveaways. You just go to meldenlaw.com, uh, uh, our website, and right at the top of the homepage. This week alone, you can get baseball tickets against uh, Florida A&M. You can get volleyball mm -hmm. tickets uh, against Arkansas. <laughs> um, next week, whoever is playing, we're giving away tickets. Yes. So, uh, you know, our podcast listeners have really been uh, inspiring, and a lot of them are going and getting these tickets, and we're meeting them. It's so, really uh, incredible. We've so, had, for some of these contests, over 1,000 people you yeah. know, register for them. So it's a thank you, all of you who do that, and keep doing it because it's very simple. Just go to our webpage meldenlaw.com at the very top of the page there will be a red banner for all the promotions whether it's an upcoming baseball game volleyball game whatever it may be that's where you start is at the at the front page of the website it's called the home page the home page okay <laughs> I'm, I'm eventually getting these things right anyhow uh today we have a very special guest chris we do uh, you know uh he's a longtime uh friend of mine uh, uh at least uh uh, recently, we've been talking uh, very frequently. Why don't you do a short introduction? Well, you know, it, it, we, we've had some media icons on among our 18 episodes. We've had Alex Marvez. We've had uh, Pat Dooley. We've had Robbie Andrew. We've had uh, Jeff Cardozo. We've had so many people, Mark Wise. But to me, this this is, I'm really thrilled to welcome Buddy Martin to the show. I think anybody who's been following Gator Athletics, even casually, knows who Buddy is, won over 200 awards, both in writing and editing in newspapers and magazines. He's got the Buddy Martin Show. He's uh, the president of Gator Bait Magazine. Probably there is no human that knows more about the Gators inside and out historically than Buddy Martin. So proud to have you on the show, Buddy. Thank you, Chris, and, and thank you, Jeffrey. It's a real honor given the illustrious group of media people you've had on this show. So it's good to be here. Yeah, uh, you know, we even had uh, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, on the show, and I know you're good friends with uh, Steve. Tell us a little bit about uh, your background with Steve Spurrier. Well, you got a couple of hours. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Floor is yours, Kevin. 
Yeah, I was talking to Steve just a couple of days ago uh, on a project we're working on. And uh, he said, Jerry and I are doing a scrapbook and, you know, back from the day when I was playing. And he he knew this and he forgot it. He says, uh, I noticed there were articles in there that you were writing about me. I said, Steve, from the moment you set your foot on the field as a freshman, I was there as a writer and I've covered you ever since then. So that means he's old. I'm older. Um, so uh, we've probably done, I would have to say, I have had to guess, I'd say probably three quarters of a million words on Steve Spurrier in my lifetime, spoken and written, if not more. We had our book out, uh, which I keep behind me over here, uh, which is, uh, I'm proud to say, uh, was a New York Times bestseller, Steve's book, I should say. Uh, and uh, we've done, I've done several books on Gator football in which he's played a major part. So he's been a good friend for a long time. I'm happy that he's here. He makes it a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm excited about the new restaurant and hope to be broadcasting. If I can get in that room, it's going to be so crowded with these podcasters, of which Jeffrey is one now. <laughs> you know, so so now I got to compete with Jeffrey. I said, I must think I'm going to go to law school and get my law license and start practicing and get back hey, tomorrow. And we want to be doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, about, you know, the other day uh, when I was a guest on your show, you know, it's never too late and we're having too much fun doing what we're doing to hang up our spurs. That's true. That's very true. And like so we said, I, we don't buddy, know where we're retiring. Yeah, buddy, I wanted to ask you, can you give us some perspectives um, on what makes Steve Spurrier unique? Well, because he's unique. I mean, he likes doing it if it's never been done before. All throughout that book, HPC, I'm not sure where it is back here. Uh, he talks about doing things for the first time. Uh, you know, uh, and he, he, he has a sense of who he is, history, what it means. And as I was talking to Shane uh, Matthews on his show, think about Gator football. I mean, forget about the fact that 1996 was a national championship year. We all know about that. But here's a question for you. If Steve Spurrier hadn't stepped up in that Auburn game in 1966, and I was there when it happened, and kicked that field goal, which, by the way, was not on TV, and the New York Times happened to have a guy in the press box first time all season and watched him do it, he would not have won the Heisman Trophy. How would that have changed history in Gator football? You know, and all the things that happened after that. So uh, he, we owe a great debt of gratitude to Coach Spurrier for that and all the way through as his uh, bringing the national championship, the six SEC titles, although he likes to claim seven, uh, but six SEC titles. Yeah, yeah, I mean, those so, who really uh, know it was seven. <laughs> yeah, well, he likes to remind you he won the ACC too one time with Duke. So, but Coach Spurrier <laughs> is a unique individual. He's a guy that has great and think about him. I like, and I this I think it's important what he brought to the game for Gator fans, not so much for his rivals. He brought them pain, but he brought joy to Gator football and made it more fun and interesting than any time ever, and probably still is true. Now, uh, how would you compare him to some of the legends like Bear Bryant and currently Nick Saban and uh, others no. in that category? I don't know how to answer that question. Let's see how if you want to take uh, if you want to take you know playing career. Uh, he played against Bear one time, almost beat him. Had he you know in Tuscaloosa for the second straight year in '64. I was at that game. Florida beat him the year before in Tuscaloosa, the first time Florida had ever beaten anybody ever beaten Bear in Tuscaloosa. And Spurrier was driving down the field and he lost track of his downs and he handed the ball off to John Fiber. Uh, and fortunately, and the clock was running out and they had to scramble a field goal unit out there. And it would have been a tie, but they didn't get there in time. But Steve, uh, Steve, I mean, Bear Bryant is in a class by himself. I, I, I'm going to concede Nick Saban because you got to because of what he's done. I'll always have a special place in my heart for Bear because he was the culture coach. He was the guy. If you look up the name, the word coach you in the South, you saw Bear Bryant. Now, Nick Saban, here's the interesting thing about Steve Spurrier. Do you know what his record was against the greatest of all time, as they call him, the GOAT, coaching against Nick Saban? Take a guess. No idea. 
I'm going to say four and four. What? What was it? Four and four. It was four games. Played four games. Okay. And we used it, and it was at LSU part of that time. Steve was well, I know Carolina. I was there, uh, you know, one year when we won the national championship when we went at the SEC championship game. We won that one. Yeah. Next year, we lost that one. Right. I'm going to say okay. two and two. Yeah, that was Ur- well, that was Urban. So, so this is Steve versus Steve versus the GOAT, okay? okay. You say two and two, Chris? I say two and He's two. He's three. He's three and one against Saban. Oh, wow. That? wow. Not many you guys just say You that. mentioned Urban Meyer. I don't mean to yeah. – well, I, I want to ask you about that because right. I know you have sure. a relationship professionally with him too, mm-hmm. that uh, he appears with you on your podcast. And right. talk to us about Urban Meyer. I'll, I'll just say, first of all, I think he was amazing. You know, and I he brought us two national championships in a very short period of time. And some people don't have the greatest of feelings about him. But let's talk about Urban. That's a bit of a mystery, isn't it? I mean, would you, would you think that people who were Gator fans wouldn't go look at the trophy case and say, "Yeah, this guy won his two national championships. He's a pretty good dude, right? For some reason, uh, there's some people who seem to misunderstand or misinterpret or don't like Urban, period. And there's nothing you can do to change that. I've gone through a lot of time. I've written Urban's book, uh, Urban's Way. Uh, and done some other things. He's on my podcast, on my podcast this week as well, uh, Urban. Uh, I like Urban. I understand Urban. I've had great conversations with Urban. But I've found at cocktail parties, I really don't go to them anymore, but if I was to go to a cocktail party, if you say Urban Meyer, Chris and Jeffrey, it's like saying Republican, Democrat, red or blue. There's no in-between. They either love him or they hate him. I'm not quite sure why they hate him, but, you know, whatever. I finally gave up trying to become his defense attorney. I should have come to see Jeffrey and get coached on that because <laughs> I know some things for sure. Cause I was there in the room when it happened that people say happened that never happened. All right? right. So, so I get a little bit ticked off at those people, but I finally decided you want to hate urban, go hate her. That's up to you. So uh, yeah, I think he's a special guy, terrific coach, a little bit full of anxiety at times. And I'll just give you this anecdote. When I wrote the book, I talked to 50 people who knew Urban really well. And his best friend told me, you know, when Urban leaves Florida, it probably won't be because he was going to the NFL. It'll be because he collapsed and fell and you know, died or otherwise on the sideline because he spills his guts out there. Mm. Well, that was pretty prophetic. He didn't die. Pretty he close. didn't collapse. Yeah. And so that's, that's my Urban Meyer story. And, and so, uh, but I enjoyed talking with Urban, not just about football, but about life. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, buddy. Um, I graduated from Ohio state in 1966. I'm a Spurrier's age. So anyhow, Mm -hmm. um, when Urban wound up at Ohio state, I wasn't that upset, but all my friends were going crazy. They were like jilted lovers, you know, they were so upset. It was like he dumped them and but then he, wound. If he wouldn't have gone somewhere else, yeah. I don't think they would have been quite as mad. What do you think? I think they've been just as bad. And it's something about these uh, um, uh, these these guys. It's a proprietary thing. If you decide to start a new law firm, we're going to work for somebody else, which you'll never do. Because, but if you did, I mean, you know, would people hate you because you changed? Is there some kind of creed written that coaches can't change jobs? Spurrier went to South Carolina. They don't hate him. Some are still mad about it. But the point <laughs> is, is yeah, you're you're exactly right, Jeffrey. Is that it caused a big furor when that happened? And so, you know, I mean, and by the way, they love him in Ohio and Ohio State. Yeah, I can't say that. Oh, sure. Yeah. He, yeah. he, well, he's from Ashtabula, right? That's correct. That's where he grew up. Mm-hmm. We've got to cut to a break in just a second, um, but okay. we will be right back with Buddy Martin to tell us a lot more. We want to talk about your podcast, Buddy. Okay. Uh, I know people know about it, but we want more people to know about it. So we'll we do talk want about more people to know about it. Yeah. That's right. We, we'll get into the who, like what, that. when, and where of your podcast hey. after the break. You are watching Meldon Law and Friends, a podcast, a weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law. One quick announcement I want to make. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Jeffrey, but starting April 1st, we have been broadcasting on Friday up to this point, and we still will be through the month of March. That's where we have our live streaming. 
But we will be going to Tuesdays and we will be taking, I'm, I'm getting a nod from our producer. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so we, well, we will be having some changes. Yeah, we're going to be taking questions live. So uh, that's going to be a, um, a really nice change and we'll be able to get some more interaction from our sure. viewers and listeners. And, and uh, so that's going to be really cool. And we too are hoping to be uh, podcasting from the Spurrier Gridiron Grill. So we'll be talking a lot more about that. Thanks for watching. We'll be right back with Buddy Martin. The Melvin Law Firm from the beginning has been built on giving back to the community. I enjoy coming to work as much today as I did in 1971 when I opened my practice. I don't look at this as a job. I look at it as serving other people. While we're alive, what better feeling can you achieve than knowing that you've helped other people and thereby you enrich your own life? Our motto is, Melden Law, you matter most. We can never repair a missing arm, or we can never undo being charged with a DUI. What we can do is help you get back on your feet. You're not just another client to us. And it may be a long road, it may be a difficult road, but we won't stop until we find as much justice as we can. Welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends, a service of Meldon Law, a statewide firm. We have offices not just in Gainesville and Ocala, but also very proud of our office in South Florida, Jeffrey, covering the entire South Florida area from Miami-Dade County through Broward County, all the way through Palm Beaches. Whatever, whatever issue you may have in the state of Florida, our primary practice areas are injury law, big truck crashes, motor vehicle crashes, but... We also do other things, including DUI defense and criminal defense. Whatever it may be, you'll steer them in the right direction. Actually, Chris, um, I've handled cases all over the United States. That's true. Uh, even though I'm licensed to practice only in the state of Florida, if there's a big crash and somebody uh, wants us to be involved, well, uh, usually it's Florida residents. Uh, we we work with local counsel and help them out no matter uh, where they go, and Floridians are travelers. Yeah, they do, and so it a can great example. Anywhere. I know that we talk a lot on the radio show. We've talked a little bit about it on the podcast about your involvement with the CRISP organization and your mastermind attorneys, and frequently you partner with those attorneys. We've got a big case in Louisiana with somebody that you have associated. So, yeah, it's an Ocala resident who got injured in Louisiana, and. Uh, one of my, you know, good friends uh, mm -hmm. is is a great lawyer there, so we're partnering up. So anyhow, yeah, let's get back to Buddy. Yeah, Martin, let's okay? talk about Buddy. <laughs> Buddy. So tell us about your podcast. We know about it, but but tell all our viewers and people on our audio podcasts where they can see you and your your daily podcast. Okay, uh, my show is a little bit different. It's really called a show. And we do podcast it, and we do have another program we do, which is just a podcast. I know that's confusing, but it's a Buddy Martin show, born uh, on radio many years ago and became on, well, on Facebook three years ago when Dan Mullen was hired. And my son and I, who founded this show, said we have to have a sovereign gator nation. There are too many fragments out there. People sniping at each other, whatever. Let's build a show just for gator fans and gator people. Uh, and so we started on Gator Bay TV now, uh, the uh, Buddy Martin Show. And we have, you know, 6,000 people, member, regular members. And uh, we do the show at, at 9 o'clock at night. Why, you say? Because... As Willie Sutton said one time, I asked about why he robbed banks. He said, that's where the money is. Uh, why do we do the show? Because that's where the, pe where the people are, you know. Uh, and so we, right. we found accidentally, you might call this the accidental show, uh, that we started going on live at night on Facebook when not many people were doing Facebook live. And we had all these Gator fans. And we happened to get a piece of information that went viral. We found out that the Florida contingent was going up to talk uh, to Chip Kelly. Nobody knew that. We have to have an inside guy, got very lucky, and we posted it. And it went viral, and people went nuts and said, you got to be crazy, it's not happening. But we got on in a car and drove to the Ocala airport and watched them get off the airplane and streamed it 
when uh, <laughs> when Scott Strickland got off the plane, and I stopped him. Hey, what's going on? I had about a 30 minute interview, a 30 second interview with him. And we posted it and that thing went crazy. So we went on and said, well, maybe our market. We started the show um, at, at on uh, night, nine o'clock at night, Monday through Thursday, and then we and we added the podcast later with Terry Bradshaw, Urban, and a few others, which we do only in football right now. So that, I know that's confusing, but just think of it as Facebook, Buddy Martin, nine o'clock, and you can get it all from there. Yeah. So if uh, our our viewers and listeners want to track down the Buddy Martin show, mm-hmm. can they just Google it? or uh, You can Google it. You can Google it, and uh, or you can go on Facebook and type in uh, uh, Buddy Martin show. It's on Facebook. As, yeah. Yes, it's now, on Facebook now, Live. Now, yeah. mm-hmm. you, you have access to some incredible guests. Uh, who are some of the folks you've been talking with lately? Boy, we've been so blessed in that, even though we're sort of Gator-centric and we focus on the Gators, uh, Urban being one, obviously, uh, that, that he's been blessed us with. Uh, Terry Bradshaw is my good friend. We've worked together many, many years ago. Uh, and I'll tell you a quick, simple story about Bradshaw. He called me one day uh, five, six years ago and said, hey, I want to come on your show. And I hadn't talked to him in eight years. We used to work together at CBS. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you look over my shoulder, see that piece of hardware back there, that gold thing. That's an Emmy that I was blessed to have because of Bradshaw on the NFL today. So Terry and I I had been great friends and then we lost our way. And so he called me one day, so I want to be on your show. I said, yeah, sure. He said, no, I'm serious. I want to come on your show. I said, okay, Terry. Thank you. So, so he said, no, I really want to come and pick football games. Okay, Terry, fine. Long story short, he said it about 10 times. He called me back, called me back. And finally he said, will you come to my daughter's wedding in Dallas? I said, sure, fine. Okay. I had seen him in eight years. We go to his daughter's wedding. He comes in the front door with 50 people around him. And my wife and I are standing on the other side of the room. And he looks up and sees us. He does this, like parting the Red Sea of these people and comes right over and grabs my wife and hugs her and and hugs me. And he turned around and people were saying, who is this guy? Is this like Bob Costas coming in here or something, you know? And he said, Buddy Martin from Ocala, we're going to do a show together. They went, oh, yeah? They're thinking, <laughs> what, Fox? NBC? Uh, CBS? What show? What, what? And, and they said, where's it going to be on? And Terry said, I don't know. Buddy, where's it going to be on? I said, Ocala and Gainesville. <laughs> well, exactly. you wrote a yeah. book. Um, uh, I did, right? I did. I wrote a book called, yes, I did, called Looking Deep. Looking Deep. It's a long time ago. How long? Well, that was 1990. It's a long time. Just he was getting getting out of football. So, you this was all about the legends, legendary Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, how many NFL championships did Terry Bradshaw win? Four in six years. Four in six years. And uh, people talk about great quarterbacks, depending on how you want to rate them. If you want to rate championships, I mean, the best, we've had some, I mean, nobody's ever going to touch Tom Brady in that regard. But Bradshaw never lost the Super Bowl. He, he'll bring that up on you. He was saying something about Tom Brady. Pretty never, never lost one. And he won four in six years. And by the way, he's a tremendous guy. Tremendous guy. Two years ago, Jeffrey, the Ocala Quarterback Club, which you know about, started a uh, we did a, a, a we did an event for the Scott Brantley Trophy, and you might remember that two years ago. Uh, and uh, Bradshaw said he was coming down, and he did. And we had it at the local Riley at the Riley, and we had I don't know 800, 900 people there. Came in, he entertained them, got up on the stage and said, "I'm coming back every year." to do this for Scott Brantley. Well, last year we didn't have one because of COVID, you know, but that's the kind of guy he is. And by the way, his fee, if you had to pay it, which I didn't, you'd choke on if you knew how much it was. So he's just a Jew. He's a generous person, fun loving piece. What you see on TV is exactly what you get. He is a riot and a great guy. Yeah. He's, he's one of my favorite TV oh, sure. personalities, not just sports, but any, yeah. anything on TV. I mean, uh, he's really had an incredible career as a sportscaster and movies a lot of movies he's made too and he's got he's been on some tv shows buddy let me ask you this you got one by the way right now Mm -hmm. you've written all these books you've written a book about Mm -hmm. steve spurrier you've written a book about Mm -hmm. urban meyer terry bradshaw Mm -hmm. many others Mm -hmm. is is there a website do you have a place where people can go to find out Mm -hmm. about all your books and get links to buying them (laughs) 
then Freddie Weeby put you up to this. <laughs> no, that's all me. Because <laughs> he's always banging on me about a website. I've got one, but it's not been active. But I'm in the process with Mr. Weeby's help of assembling all that stuff together and putting it together. Uh, you know, it's been on variety of websites, but I got to do that. It's one of my to do things uh, in the, this year. Hopefully, I get it going so we can people can access them. I there's there's a, there's seven books. And I think five on Florida football. So anyway, yes, that's a good point. And thank you for bringing it up. And I want to work on Anytime. that. So um, I wanted to um, share with our listeners, you, you and I and, and Chris have all been privileged to have the uh, tour of the upcoming Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. And mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted some of your thoughts about that because we were blown away. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it to people. I've seen two things in the last year that just absolutely thought, man, this could be the eighth wonder of the world, you know? And, <laughs> and, and, and one of them is, is, is World Equestrian Center, and you know about that, an amazing yeah. place that is. And now I went to this tour of Freddie Tibby, and I thought, wow, they thought of everything here, everything. And uh, it's going to be – I just hope the food is as good as everything else because this is a terrific place. Sounds like I it's can't going to be. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to I'm go there and – yeah, I've been assured that the food is not going to be good. It's going to be great. Well, that's good uh, to know. Yeah. Yeah. So this because is, you know why? Because you're taking me to dinner there the first time it's available. I think me it's going to be on Freddie, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. Anyhow, hey, good buddy, idea. <laughs> I I, I want to ask you one question. Okay, no. um, you you've uh, gotten to be good friends with Spurrier, Urban, mm -hmm. uh, and Bradshaw. Okay. Mm -hmm. What do they have in common and how are they different? Oh, well, that's a great question. A great question. And I'll tell you the first part is the easiest because I was two months into a book on idea and interviews and working on this idea. They all are winners. Mm -hmm. They know how to win. Now you say, what does that mean? That's the question we put before the court. And we had, I've got hours of interviews talking to those guys about winning and about how you do it and what it requires and what the methodology is. And there's no one way. There's different ways. They're all winners. Um, and they're different personalities, uh, you know, and uh, in terms of how they're different, um, Urban is, uh, is, is high strung. In fact, his nickname was Captain Emergency among his, his coaches, his assistant coaches, because he always had an emergency. Steve was always, of course, uh, laid back. He was an easy rider or whatever it may be. Bradshaw's just crazy. He's funny. He's loving. He's crazy. Uh, but he's very smart. That's the thing you don't understand. And I don't have time to go into it here today. But for a guy who was supposed to be dumb, remember, he called his own plays. And the way he ran his huddle is a study in politics and sociology and getting people involved, how he knew he took, before there was any intel, he would ask the tight end, what's happening here? The guards, that guy doing this. He asked them all and he got information and he processed it and he called the place. So to me, that's not a dumb guy. He's a smart guy. And collectively he could make something happen that nobody's ever done to win four Super Bowls. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that I knew, I didn't know that, but I don't think, uh, I don't know if there's anybody that's ever done that since. No. Well, maybe one or two, you know, but, but he was, uh, you know, there aren't any more hadn't been for quite some time. They don't, the art of calling a play, and that's where Coach Spurrier was a genius. He was great at it, especially as a coach. I think coach. Tom Brady might call his occasion. Well, he <laughs> hasn't, but see, he programs it in advance for the coaches. So he's got he's got a, he's got his plays all set up. Sure. But he he may help make the game plan. So there he can. And by the way, you can change you can change your play at the line of scrimmage uh, well, right now. You know, um, and uh, and Emory Jones next year sure. has the ability. Dan Mullen says if you don't see what you like, call the autumn. Well, it's different when you're calling. I'm excited about Emory. Yeah, I think that's going to be great. Yeah, we just a got, quick note on that. So I'll ahead. tell you one more thing. Yeah, is that buddy, this, buddy, yeah. this is only part one. We're going to have to have part two soon. <laughs> no, okay. okay. All right. That's good. the surface yeah. today. Good. But we're going to have to wrap up the show. Chris, uh, what do we got going on? We just want to remind everybody again that we've got promotions going on for tickets because of our partnership. We are the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. 
We have tickets available for upcoming volleyball games, baseball games. Very simple way to say this. Just go to our website. Go to MeldenLaw.com on the homepage. At the very top, there's a red button. Just uh, click that link. It'll get you information on what you need to do to register. And uh, we thank all of you who've been doing it. We've been averaging close to 1,000, even over 1,000 per promotion. And this weekend, of course, we've got all sorts of things. The triple header that starts today against Florida A&M and baseball. We've got volleyball tonight and tomorrow against Arkansas. We've got uh, softball today against FSU at 3.30 in the afternoon. So it's a huge weekend for Gator Athletics. And the exciting thing is when you go to Gator Athletics, you know you're getting a top-notch product. Uh, Number one in gymnastics, preseason number one in baseball. Uh, The softball team's a top five team. I mean, uh, they're rocking. They are. Buddy, thank you so much. It was so brief. We're going to have you back. Everybody, you need to watch his show, The Buddy Martin Show, the podcast. Look it up on Facebook. Google his books. This guy knows more about Gator Athletics than anybody. So uh, check him out. Thank you. Enjoyed it very much. Okay. Thanks a lot, buddy, from number 29. There you go. You're it. (laughs) You're enduring, right? (laughs) Appreciate it a lot. So I think that wraps it up for for this week. Uh, Today is Friday the 5th. We'll be back next Friday the 12th. And I was corrected during the break. April 6th will be our first date on a Tuesday broadcasting from hopefully Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, whatever the case may be. We will be taking questions live on Facebook that day. It'll be exciting. Yeah, and we're going to have more updates on what's going on with uh, Spurrier's uh, great new uh, restaurant and museum. So uh, anyhow, it's a wrap, I think, and we're ready to go. How do we, what do we say at the end of our radio show? Go! Go!